0: What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of
1: what, Terence? Good old fake news, this is not a thrice weekly podcast, (laughs) and it's not (laughs) been for long enough. Yeah, maybe maybe we should just say weekly podcast. Your every other day, your... Well, what are the other words yeah. for several so, times a week
0: uh, multiple times a week uh, or like multiple episodes per week podcast or just mm. a podcast just a podcast yes. no but then yes. if we have new listeners we also yeah. want to let them know that we do release um, mm. o- often release multiple episodes a week mm,
1: mm, mm. yes 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 correct, right, correct,
0: but right. yeah thrice weekly now like Im- like currently got imposter syndrome
1: correct correct imposter syndrome that's what keeps us up at night every night yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, how to, how if you're if you're new and wondering what the hell are these two people talking about, it's just yeah, like uh, our our regular programming of three episodes a week has been kind of like more like two episodes a week the past few weeks. Yeah. Um. But 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 we're getting back. We're coming back. We're coming back. Yeah, we're getting back,
1: getting back the, we're, up to we're
0: speed. Getting back, man. It's a it's an end of the week podcast. Mm. Uh, how, how was your week, man?
1: Uh, it's been yeah, yeah. Actually, we've been recording quite a number of podcasts, now, right? Mm. So so it's uh yeah, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Um other than that, uh, you know, the the usual like uh kid fell sick and and you know had to take care That's of not care your usual. La. <laughs> the kid falling sick is your <laughs> usual Terrence. It has it has become part of the, the, the pattern. Oh Allah yeah. I yeah. wow. say I'm not I'm not I'm not like you know so shaken by it like I was the first couple of weeks, You're not shukata. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, waking up. I'm like, okay, four a.m., five a.m., whatever. Just keep waking up. It's fine. No, no issues. Yeah, but yeah.
0: you gotta stay strong, man. You gotta of course, to stay of course, strong. of course. Yeah. Of
1: course. In fact, in fact, we're all talking about this also partially because it's very related to our topic also, that Right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 That's true, man. But yes, but before that, how uh, yes. How is your week? been? Uh,
0: my week. Yeah. Uh I had a shoot today. Okay, lah. Like, so I think now the side 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 gig is planning the wedding, la.
1: Mm, planning yeah. the wedding, at least, at least that's, that's like your coming default. Along. That's like your default thing, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Do you correct. find that when you walk around like you see like nice flowers and awning and things, do you think, oh yeah, look n- good no. at my wedding? No, 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 no,
0: <laughs> no. as in as in I think the biggest thing that we were kind of spending um more time on previously was the location. Now actually uh, we okay. just have we're just going through the list of items. Uh, so now it's a lot more smooth sailing. Uh. Finding the location was a fucking annoying process, man.
1: But you do you feel like you were, like, everywhere you walked, you were like looking around like oh would this be a good location yeah yeah
0: correct when we didn't uh, when infinite. we could, when we were struggling to find a location that was the mindset but then now actually yeah. okay now okay so when i say planning the wedding it's just not like every waking minute um it's just yeah now we're just walking through the list la. walking through that was like the,
1: the paperwork la the paperwork side of things really like right uh
0: no it's a smaller things la it's like oh videographer the wedding band and kind of stuff so it's just stuff to get through but mm. it's not like consuming us as it was the location la. Mm, yeah good, So it's all good. good man I mean we yeah. also like Hoping to not, not Let it consume us la.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cause, Cause some people Yeah there's Some Reddit really say Maybe it's, it's not that we Are very busy With more work or anything but It's just Life in general la, you well, know? Life because Life yeah. has resumed For everyone And we're just Going out more We're just doing more things People calling us To hang out more Things like that right
0: Yeah it really is true man It really yeah, is true, true. true.
1: And then yeah. like even if you like
0: going around Singapore waiting for the bus and all that things are just taking longer. Yeah.
1: La. It just takes longer. Longer queues for it takes everything. Longer, yeah. Yeah, traffic, blah, blah blah. Um well yeah. So if we're late for any kind of uh, appointments with you, just just know that we're also adjusting to the new normal.
0: The new normal. <laughs> yeah. Nice nice try, there. <laughs> the new normal. Every few months got new normals, yeah. Every but few there months is also first. life.
1: There Correct. is life. It's, yeah, life resets. Yeah. At one point, it was MRT breakdowns. Then it became like grab driver issues. Yeah. And now it's just the new normal. It's, it's taking a bit of time to adjust to.
0: Yeah, the new yeah. normal. And now I think companies, just from what I understand, companies also um, grappling with the, is it fully hybrid model or going forward or is it going to slowly revert back to all days in the office? So I think there might yeah. be a new normal in the coming weeks again.
1: Yes, correct, correct. Yeah, And that's a perfect time to... To, no it's not a perfect time but yeah. we still need to plug what well, we need to plug. Yeah. Uh which a is actually plug. our yeah quick plug a quick plug. Mm. Uh our we have our upcoming three hundredth episode of Yalabat coming up. And uh we've decided to once again bring out the ask me anything episode that uh you know whether it's young, new listeners or or you know, the the, the old the old guard of uh, Yalabat asking ask questions about life. La you know mm. or, or anything in general right yeah
0: yeah so mm. so there's a link
1: in the show notes to the reddit thread
0: uh and yeah just fire away and we will answer it on our 300th
1: episode coming up yeah. next week yeah sweet all right cool sweet okay cool 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 so so uh jumping into our first topic which is relevant to you know a lot of what we were discussing about just now yeah what is this uh big viral issue that has captured a lot of uh all has been a been a part of many dinner conversations, I presume. Yeah, it is the
0: the I will I wouldn't say still developing, but I mean more like recent kerfuffle between uh, someone who used to work at the Singapore Police Force who posted something online about uh, her thoughts as she left her job recently, um, and the response from SPF. Like, and what what she posted about was basically kind of like um. Just saying that, you know, she left the job, she finally decided to leave. Um, she has four young children, um, but it's still a leap of faith that she's finally taking. For 11 years, she worked with the Singapore Police Force. She gave 100%. Um, but as she went around kind of talking about the role and how much it meant to her, she also kind of hinted that being uh, getting pregnant uh, for the four kids while she was working at the SPF did impact her work and her appraisals and her rankings, uh, maybe more negatively than she would have expected. Then she talked about how when she left, there was no farewell party and all. And and basically, it ended off with encouraging people to, yeah, you know, life is short, do what you got to do. Um, but I mean, it's been shared about 3,000 times already by like 10th June Friday. It was posted uh, earlier in the week. Uh, but why it was a kerfuffle is because it, it went viral enough for the Singapore Police Force for them themselves to post something kind of talking about their workplace policies and that they do not discriminate. La. Mm, mm. Yeah, so there's been a lot of comments flying online. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just interesting to talk through. La. But, but what made you want to talk about this?
1: Um, yeah, I mean the fact that the Singapore Police Force uh, responded quite quickly to this, all right Right, you know, mm. try to try and nip it in the bud. Um, I mean, we're talking about a government agency, um, you know, go it seemingly, allegedly, you know, um, having slightly discriminatory practices, uh, especially in the stuff that was said to her, like in the performance appraisal, or allegedly said to her in the performance appraisals and all that, right, by her managers, um, and. Uh, Consider what happened the last time uh someone said questioned the 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 proce- uh, the pr- procedures or the competency of the Singapore police force mm, mm, mm Remember what happened? what happened? Yeah. It you was know, a- this this lady, Miss Raisha Khan. Yeah in Raisha, Parliament. Um, yeah. She brought up something about the the Singapore police force not being very uh not being not having any subtlety in how they were handling a a uh, sexual assault victim, la, you mm, mm. And you uh, know, and turned out that it was entirely uh, fabricated, uh, you know, exchange, mm. and um, you know, with that whole incident came the committee of inquiry, and maybe and some said the the setback of opposition politics in Singapore by by two decades uh, or or something like that, like you know. Mm. So it, is it? I mean, this mm. it's a big thing, lah. When you when you put the Singapore Police Force in the limelight like this uh be ready to back up your statements and be ready to be questioned and be ready for uh you know for for for, for a fight la. so so I mean right now we are just at the beginning stages of this whole thing mm. um it looks like it could get quite messy so that's why I, I thought it was quite interesting
2: mm.
0: so you're saying that the the SPF right now they are they are on high alert anyone anytime anyone kind of like uh post something that hints at uh at a, the negative way of them behaving at the workplace, lah.
1: Yeah, and it might escalate to you know uh, parliamentary, parliamentary level of inquiry and all mm. that, la, Right. Mm. I think because I think we're what, talking about yeah. something that's very, very core to the, the the heart of a lot of Singaporeans, all right? how to the cost of living and then trying to you know ha- have a family in a in a place like Singapore, la, Right. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So so I think also um,
0: aside from SPF maybe being on high alert I think the media also because mm. you can imagine when this happened last time yeah like uh, it was a huge thing so when this sort of claim came out of course the media uh, outlets probably ping the shit out of SPF to get their thoughts mm. la mm, mm, mm. Yeah so and I mean the 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 this story also has a bit more context because the person in question, um, uh, Ms. Reema Razif, um, Mm. she posted this on 7th June about her leaving the force. But in April 2020, that was actually the first time she went viral um, when she posted about herself working through her third trimester. Um, Mm. And the picture was her very clearly uh, pregnant, um, working through uh, her job and just kind of saying that yeah, you know, she's she's in her trimester and she's still working, uh, because it's a tough time for the world and her job means a lot to her and yeah, like, it was it was received very positively. Mm. Um but what happened after that was the police force actually kind of commented that, you know, uh we we prefer if people do not talk about their personal matters in public, la because that went viral, lah. And, and that kind of, in some way, if you see someone who is very visibly pregnant, uh, still doing her work as a police uh, officer, it also makes you think like, oh shit, like is this being enforced by the organization, or is it her own uh, voluntarily taking up of the role, lah? or like the duties? Yeah. Lah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, the SPF responded then, and then now with this, and then the SPF responded again, um, so you think it's going to is the start of a a lot of maybe even even an investigation.
1: Uh, I think because this time she has made certain allegations uh, right mm. that she was discriminate discriminated at work as a pregnant officer. Mm. Uh, you know her performance grade she claimed that her performance grade was dropped because of her pregnancy and and you know she she actually was not appreciated at work. La. Yeah. Um so this delves into uh, Ministry of Manpower guidelines really right? About about um treating pregnant employees fairly la.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I mean, more specifically, her claims from her uh, Facebook post was that okay, being told that my performance grade dropped, uh, and she says in air quote uh quotes, cause you were pregnant what, and being advised to uh, again quotes take up some projects during your maternity leave was not something she could resonate with. And working through her pregnancies, lifting heavy equipment for her peers willingly, sacrificing meals because her work was her priority, getting into labor while at work for two out of her four pregnancies, going to the Mm. hospital in her uniform, still did not suffice to see her as a performing worker." Mm. Um, And then, yeah, so, so she also said that, yeah, when she posted the first time in April, she was condemned with and given strict instructions to decline any kind of further exposure. And that she didn't. She realized she did not matter. Not getting a farewell card on her last day hit her, not going to lie. Those who have received full-on dinners, give mementos and tokens for their contributions. You have her envy. And, mm-hmm. and then after that, she closes off by saying, yeah, she made the right decision to leave. Yeah, correct.
1: Yeah. So, so what so, do you think about this? You, um, Mr. Mr. Productivity, you, Mister, work until, until headache and and everything. Yeah, no no
0: no I think over the years, I've also four hours of sleep. Yeah, four hours of sleep. Over the years, I have also realized, yeah, no, no, no. A, years, also realized no, no that can't be the way uh, That can't be the way. Uh, and yeah. I and I think you
1: you, you also have must have uh, realized the difference, right? Come on, man, give me some credit, man. Okay, I yeah, will no, give you some some credit there. I think I think uh, definitely being in a relationship, yeah, uh, a long term relationship has has softened your. Your stunts on some of these things. Yeah, like. no, I mean, and also, so, I mean Covid like la, COVID lah, right? Yeah,
0: COVID also. And I mean honestly, like like um like uh seeing like you with your kid and like spending that family time and then yeah, as you get older you also realise uh relationships are super important and when COVID had hit us and kind of the work was kind of taken away, it felt like fuck, who am I man? Who am yeah. I? Um yeah. so yeah, so the, that that's a that's a whole other topic. But for this, I mean if what she says it's true yeah la, like uh people shouldn't be like told that their performance grade dropped because she was pregnant and sh- like taking up projects during maternity leave also not good lah but in this case like um i'm just trying to tell myself that this this is one side of it i just want to know the other side lah mm, um mm, because mm. these sort of things i think like uh i i it, I, I, it's hard for me to just okay believe 100% of what this is this
1: is uh that this is true um if but it's, you've heard from both sides all right you've heard from both sides
0: yeah but i mean more than just like a like a, a facebook post facebook facebook post like, i guess for me facebook post like it what it, it, it's it's easy to to kind of like uh paint a picture or, or be biased like. mm. so i don't know like but again, whether or not it warrants a deep dive investigation, I don't know. But when I read this, I was like, mm, okay, because the the thing that I, I think a lot of chatter is revolving around online is the fact that she got, she was pregnant four, she was pregnant four times in five years.
2: Mm, mm, yeah. So, right.
0: so uh, amongst the discussions was like, then people were calculating how many weeks she was away from her work and pointing yeah. out that. Um the C grade that she got uh, after two years of getting B grade, in the civil service apparently it just means you're an average performer la. Mm,
2: mm. Yeah.
0: So then looking at that, I'm like, oh shit, this is way more complex than than it is, la. So so yeah, I'm still wrapping my head around it. I'm I'm not taking everything at face value, but that's why I'm I was looking forward to this discussion. La. But what about you, uh? Given that you uh, have kid, uh yeah. have a kid, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh it's uh yeah, it's, I think it's uh very tough one. Like you, I've seen the mental gymnastics that people have been in doing and trying and looking at it from the perspective of her colleagues, right? Mm. Uh saying, oh, that that basically means that out of sixty months of her career at the police, uh, or the five years, the last five years, out of sixty months, she's not been there for sixteen months. You know? Mm. So I mean you can work out a percentage there, but it's a it's a quite a amount of time. That someone else has to cover for you, mm. uh, and 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 you know they they can't reduce the they can't uh, increase the headcount to for someone to cover your position, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I mean, it delved into the the fact that basically it's a binary choice between career and family, mm. and if you made the choice to choose a family over a career, and you can't you can't handle the consequences that come with it then that's that's your fault, lah, you know? Mm. Um I would say I would generalize a bit and say that that's generally what you would what you'd see on 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 Reddit like but you know Reddit's also a lot of younger people who are maybe not maybe not like uh haven't I the kids yeah. started families <laughs> or yeah a lot of them haven't even started work lah, right, you know. I think it's a lot of people in their early twenties or even younger and and maybe in their first jobs and all. And then I, I I get it, like, I get their perspective, lah. Like. You know, like the the wanna hustle and do well in your in your career uh, early on after right after you get out of the army or right after you graduate and all that. But uh priorities do shift like as you get a little as you get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember in my yeah, back in my twenties and all, like pulling on nighters for work was uh, yeah, it was not an issue. Like. I had no commitments, I had nothing to think about all. But now uh, I literally have to think about whether I will get a stroke the next day, like If I pull it all nighter, mm. you know, <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing I need to prep for, like, you know, maybe have my handphone nearby in case I need to call ambulance. It kind of thing. no, like, it's in, it's in, It just affects you so much more, like, Right? Yeah. You get you get splitting headaches. You just like fall asleep while driving, and stuff like that, lah. Like. Yeah. And and then you couple that with like the fact that you still have to take care of your family and and your kids and all. It's a and 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 you also see those as as big, if not bigger, priorities la, than than completing your work, la, right? Mm. Then then you, you then you then you really understand like oh shit the what this lady this this lady has had to struggle through like four kids in, in five years. And and you know the the thing about it is that her kids are all very young. Right? and yeah. uh she's made if anything, like I would say she's made a decision to have all her kids, all the kids that she wants at once. La. You know yeah um, and that becomes very tricky because the first two years of a baby's life is when uh, I I think you have to be a lot more attentive to to not not accidentally killing them and things like that lot mm-hmm. you know? so so you, you it takes a lot more mental load to care for to care for young for a young toddler yeah uh, or, or a baby so if all four of the kids are that young, it's uh you know all, all, all not not for la but the majority of the kids are still very young it is very taxing lah, even with domestic help even with help from your parents or <laughs> excuse me or whatever it still will be very taxing lah. so she, if anything I would say is yeah she's made a choice to have all these kids at once rather than uh, you know have a bit of a spread it out a little bit more lah, you know yeah like maybe two or three years between each child or something like that lah but yeah. uh again that's not it's not our purview to tell this woman how how she wants uh, how she should have her kids and everything but uh I was just a bit um yeah surprised huh, that 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 many people were 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 trying to do all these mental calculations and saying saying that they will blame they will be upset with her lot uh, basically for yeah. for 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 being the that person in the office that doesn't contribute as much huh?
0: yeah so so that's the kind of thing like i mean coming from someone who i would say used to be kind of like binary i think i'm less binary now less black and white um i think that sort of mental calculation also it's also taking a very how you say uh, just quantifiable perspective on things uh. and and i guess that's my issue with this whole thing you have her opinion um you have people trying to do this all these calculations you have the spf thing but it, it 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 just feels like there's a lot of like he says she says, um, which which I hope gets resolved. I hope even let's say there's no investigation or something, uh, whatever malpractices, if any, are happening in SPF that they get they get sorted out la. Um, yeah. but then but then the, the thing is, you know, like well, one comment that I saw on Reddit, which, I, I, I do have some thoughts about. Is a lot of people were saying, you know, she's giving birth to four kids our birth rate is declining she's it's a great service to the nation she mm. shouldn't be shat on um, mm. or she shouldn't be criticized because she's doing a lot for the country mm. and the, when i hear those sort of statements i mean okay yeah okay you are helping uh, increase the birth rate you are helping to produce more Singaporeans and it is something the country needs but i think that doesn't take into account that based on what i've heard from my friends who have kids Mm. You, like, as a parent, it is also a very, it's tough, but it's a very fulfilling kind of experience. La. Mm. So so when I hear that, oh, she's doing her service for the nation, I'm like, yeah, but it's not say she, like, there's going to be a lot of hardship, but it, it, it could be a magical experience for her, la, right? So mm. so I know I'm saying this as a dude, as a mm. as a engaged but not married uh, uh man, but... Mm. I feel those sort of statements also is like, oh, it's, that's just one aspect of it. Lah. But I don't know I don't know how you feel about that. Like given that you have a kid, you're seeing what your wife had to go through.
1: Mm. Uh, I think I'm uh, I I I would hesitate to to take my experience of raising kids and saying that it applies to all parents. Uh. Mm. You know, some parents don't really enjoy being parents that much. Mm. uh some do it they i mean their parents because you know their their own parents want that one grandchildren and you know, all that right mm. but on top of that also the the process of having the child is uh, physically very demanding on on women la. yeah you know the 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 not being able to you know other than the the typical stuff you watch on on t v dramas of of morning sickness and all that right you know it's just Generally, having to be much more cognizant of the world around you, Every, you're just basically much more fragile, you know. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, you still need to exercise. You still need to move to 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 make sure your bones don't deteriorate, and you know your body is carrying weight in places it never carried before. Uh, even though it's just a couple of kg here and there, but it it, it, it does affect your the way you stand, the way you walk. Uh, I mean, I can just go on about all the physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Things. And then they're literally people who are basically, they are given hospitalization leave to just stay in bed, you know, throughout the rest yeah, of their pregnancy. Uh. So um, I I think it's even more than just the, the enjoying the kids or taking care of the kids. Uh, it's the act of being being pregnant is tough itself already, like, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, that's why this one, this topic is a, a tough one because like, how do you, I mean, if you're going to be in the police force and all, it's only normal that you I mean it's expected lah, part of the job that you have to be on your feet like, right? Mm. Uh even if you are working in the office, probably you're going department to department, talking to people. You have to walk around and talk to people and all lah. Mm. So so it's not like you can I I don't think it's the kind of job that you can work from home like. Yeah. So yeah. um Yeah, there's this I think some people also mentioned that maybe it's just a mismatch of expectations, huh? Oh? Yeah. in a sense that this is not the kind of job that can that that uh, you know will be very comfortable for a, a mother or a pregnant person to be in lah, right? Yeah and, uh, and as, as as progressive as Singapore police force uh, claims to be, uh, I mean they, they are, in, the, in the sense they say SPF takes a firm stance against workplace discrimination practices. There are avenues for SPF performance uh, officers to raise complaints on discriminatory workplace practices. Blah, blah, um, you know, she, they, they say she was given light duty assignments that were primarily desk bound. Reba was, was not asked to work while she was on paid maternity leave. You know, I I see the word light duty, right? It yeah. gives me nightmares. La. It gives me nightmares of my time in the SAF. La. Light duty. You know? <laughs> every, time, every time, when for those who don't know, la, every time when you're sick in the SAF, they give you a a sort of, a, based on how sick they, the, their doctors think you are, they will give you a certain excuse, this excuse, that mm. So one of the worst things to be assigned is light duty. Cause uh, Why? cause 90% of the time light duty still involves like walking around, carrying heavy stores, you know, prepping for the you know the three the tunnel to, to carry all the stores to to uh, to wherever the mission is, la, right? Yeah. So those guys, your, your 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 buddies are all like prepping for a mission, carrying weapons, carrying the bags, all in, painting camo. Then you'll be usually be dressed in like your you know, your t-shirt and, and, and long for your pants mm. then you'll be you'll be running upstairs and downstairs to get stuff and, and to to help prepare materials and to and you have to be shouting and, and to me that's even worse than even going on a, on a, on a mission you know yeah, yeah so so when I see she was given light duty assignments I cringe because it's like oh my god it, the term is that kind of light duty. Where they, they call it light duty, but actually it's it could be la. wrong. It's just duty, yeah, it's, la. <laughs> it's It's literally physical, like, still, you still got to lift heavy shit and, and, and put your body on the line, la, right? Mm, mm, that mm. were primarily death bound. And we all know, like, even people who have done clerical work in the army, all that, when they say primarily death bound, you still need to walk, like, 400 meters to a cookhouse and, and things like that just to get lunch, la, right? Mm. So, so imagine if you are a sprained ankle and, and, you know, you are given light duty. You, you might end up with a more injured ankle than before lah. So, so that, that's my experience with with the military. Of course, the police force is a different environment. But but I I, I just tend to think like, when 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 you, you just got to be a bit skeptical when when uh, when when uh, an organisation that that you know a lot of it, the work done is physical and they say that oh I, I, let me just give you light duty. Yeah. You know, then, then what what kind of duty it is. This?
0: No, and, and I think also like that kind of statement from an organization as big as the SPF, they can have these missions and visions and goals at the high level, but whether or not it happens is is not a given lah. Um yeah. my first job was in a huge ass company. Um, and yeah, like you do see certain things happen, we're like, hey, fuck lah that, that shouldn't happen. Even though if the higher ups hear about it, they'll be like, "Yo, man, this shouldn't happen," but they still do happen because in an organization that big, you're gonna have shitty bosses, la. Mm, yeah. And in this case, it feels like yeah, like um, if if this results in SPF, realizing oh shit, maybe this sort of stuff could have been mentioned. Maybe like just the appraisal system, uh, or 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 just 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 being more cognizant of that and if Mm. if it's to do with bosses and does the the words they use i mean just that's something that can have a huge impact even if the policies of a company are very progressive because yeah you can totally imagine a boss going uh just because you're pregnant what you're great you know like there might be a lot more context to it but it just Mm. i can totally imagine a shitty boss saying that you know
1: yeah correct correct. so yeah i mean and and this is uh Five years ago is a actually a, still a very long time was well, right mm. five years like i think even the last two three years we've uh, as a society we've progressed a lot on, on on being able to come forward and and report uh grievances in the workplace and all that right yeah so yeah. this these things that have been said could have taken place you know in, in uh, what I already consider a different era as well that right yeah yeah correct and
0: but i mean Even then, like you know the one thing about her kind of uh, uh, getting... Because the SPF did also say in their post that they addressed that um, Rima wrote about her police work on her social media account in April 2020 and why the public sector rules disallow officers from commenting on issues relating to their own agency or policies they are involved in without prior authorization. So this one, I mean, I don't don't know the full context of the photo she posted but the photo did show her in uniform in front of Mm. a police car right Mm. and i can imagine for for vocations or institutions like that posting pictures like that could be an issue you know Mm. like even Mm. for army right if you were to post a picture of you in front of an army vehicle that goes on the roads i don't think that's kosher right
1: yeah, it yeah, depends on how, how high your rank is, I suppose.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> so so these kind of things I'm like, oh, like um now the more we talk about it, the more it feels okay, this probably isn't gonna end here. Uh, mm. I don't know whether it will carry on publicly, but I'm yeah. sure the people in SPF are like, yo man, what is going on here? So here's a million
1: dollar question for you, Harish. Yes. Harish Tilani Bring it all. of, employer of the year. Will I want exec- four kids? Uh, executive no executive producer of uh, big TV series, you know everything. Yeah, you're, you're looking to hire somebody, say a producer or you know production assistant and everything. Mm. And uh, Rima Razif comes up. Mm. You know, would you would you? I mean, and the project is like is is a long project, like one two years maybe. Yeah. Would you Would you hire her?
0: You mean like her specifically, or someone who uh, is? I mean, her her has profile. Has plans to get I, pregnant in yeah, a few yeah, yeah. multiple times yeah. in a few years. Yeah, but I mean that's hard to prove, right? I don't think people will come to their interview saying, "Okay, here's my plan to get pregnant four times in the next five
1: years." Uh, okay, but but let's say she she I mean she maybe she just very upfront saying, "Yeah, I am I am trying to have children,"
2: you know. Yeah.
1: Then, then would you
0: hire No, then I would say if she's fucking qualified, if she fits the criteria and all that, and like it feels like okay, she she will be able to do the job. Then yeah, I'll be okay. Huh?
2: Mm. but but
0: for but we'll be there for four four months at a time you mean four months a year for the next four years yeah but then also it's not guaranteed so because it's not guaranteed i would say okay lah we take it as it comes lah maybe Mm. uh 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 uh, yeah so that's why i think your question is just trying to push me into a corner What, what would your answer be um
1: I do agree that maybe need to talk about expectations a little bit, lah. Yeah, yeah. To to be to be realistic, that the job involves you know heavy carrying heavy things and carrying heavy loads and, and all that, la, right? Equipment and all that, la, Equipment right? Equipment and all that, and 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 if the expectation is that you know the that that she needs to be given light duty and and and, and all that, then I think I, ask, I mean. Is that really? Uh, is this really the job for you? Also, like you know, because I think that the problem now also is that uh, uh, Shima is it Shima is it? Rima Rima uh, Rima sorry Rima is uh is, is saying that she's been graded poorly because of her pregnancy like right yeah uh so she's saying her pregnancy affected her grade whereas you know to the police force it might have just merely been like oh let's look at what projects you did this couple of years. Oh, actually well, it's not that many. So yeah, like, we can there's not much to grade on, that like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, there's that there, I, I guess that's the that's the the tough part, like the, the mismatch of expectations between employer and employee like. Yeah. And then um the the only thing I would I would I would caveat is that yeah you know, like, SPF is a giant organization. Like, right? Yeah. And she can't be the first she can't be the first employee to have four kids in the SPF la. I don't think so mm. so they need to sort of see what you know they, they may, maybe the protocols for 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 uh employees who are pregnant and all they need to look at them more more closely yeah so is there any discri- uh, institutional discri- discrimination embedded in there where they are judged uh, you know against their peers based on based on the the number of projects they complete and things like that, like, right which would be unfair Because like, right? they are just not around uh those during those four months of maternity leave. Like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then so then it becomes a question like um then that, that becomes tough because if it's not fair uh that uh because someone took on less projects, well then then I think the appraisal system needs to be more robust because if someone takes on 10 projects a year and does amazing amazing if someone takes on 2 projects a year and does amazing but because they are not there at the the desk is that is it a per project amazingness that needs to be graded mm, because mm. something's got to give lah, right um, yeah. and I think I think in the perfect system this uh, the where it, like everyone is happy I don't think that's possible because like what you said like um just managing the expectations is super important and that's why uh when I was answering I said if she can meet the criteria or the requirements, all is well. But we need to be very specific about the requirements because there are certain jobs that is just not the best fit for someone who wants to get pregnant. Mm. You know, and, and I think if, if that whole the, the the goal of making every job gender friendly enough to both genders then also I think is, it's tough man mm. there are just certain more physical jobs that it's gonna be hard to be equal la, and, and I and I can imagine some people hearing me say that saying no but every job should be equal but there's a thing you can't it, it's, it's not possible and then maybe it's just down to managing expectations or setting clear expectations mm.
1: but, uh, but still making sure they're not, they're not discriminatory la, right yeah
0: Yeah. they're not discriminatory yeah. like because yeah. at a company I worked at in the past like there were certain female colleagues of mine who uh, when they were talking about overseas postings and all they did get questions at that point in time many years ago saying that oh but if you are planning to have a family how are you going to be able to do this and I think that's a dumbass question la. Mm-hmm. so that is a dumbass question but if it's a if it's a role that involves a lot of physical labour is it the yeah. best fit for someone who wants to get pregnant probably no probably no
1: yeah. I got I got a perfect solution no. What? I got a perfect universal basic income. No, upskill, upskill. They need to train uh Rima Razif to fly drones, mm. and then instead of using police patrol vehicles, they use drones to yeah, patrol yeah, around yeah, Singapore. Correct. Then then she can still do it from her desk and everything. Now.
0: Oh, she learn code, learn to code learn to code. <laughs> and that's the solution, right? Learn to,
1: learn, to learn to code. No data, data analysis. Data, yeah,
0: correct. Data AI. Data yeah AI, AI, ML, data. data, data yeah web three yeah. metaverse yeah. solution to everything
1: crypto crypto yeah. uh, blockchain <laughs> blockchain technology blockchain, integrated. Yeah. <laughs> somehow God, if you if those buzzwords are somewhere included somewhere in her upscaling portfolio wow, I, to, I, of a, power. I I just think that everything will end up uh, well for her Yeah, yeah the yeah. world the world will be her oyster <laughs> the world will be her oyster yeah, blockchain has the potential to yeah, solve blockchain. pregnancy. Uh, you know, pregnancy discrimination and all
0: maternity-related issues. Cause all the her efforts will be put on the blockchain, right? The, wow,
1: the, I didn't even think of that, but that sounds yeah. like a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah it's
0: irrefutable. There's yeah, no way you can say hey, you go
1: do this project. You go do it's all on the blockchain. Literally, how many steps she took today, like and then yeah. Blockchain you know, it, baby. Based on her weight and everything, you can calculate <laughs> yeah, how much effort so. it took. Actually, yeah, yeah that's would be an interesting idea. Like. Let's say for patrolling, you don't know, you know how like in football they track the distance that every oh, yeah, single yeah. player runs during a game, right? The heat map, right? heat map, Yeah, heat map and all that. They really need to track all these patrolling officers or like how much they actually cover based on, but based on their age and height and weight and all that as well. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's how much effort they put in. Because like a pregnant woman is like double the effort, you know. But So they, they do less steps, but they can still... It can still match what it is for a normal person like, right
2: yeah yeah, correct
0: uh, and yeah, then yeah. use AI to plot the uh, the most efficient um, yeah web 3 process that right, will right, take right. the Singapore police force into the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone not.
1: just be on the metaverse <laughs> like, then we got less <laughs> issues really. then people uh, don't need God. to go
0: anywhere even criminals be on the metaverse yeah. so that uh, people who maybe are not the most mobile can still do their job as a metaverse police officer yeah Settle right, right. Another fucking genius idea Brought to you by Yalabat Yalabat I feel uh, like if we,
1: if we had to Set up a phantom government I think we, we Not bad like, We're not bad like. Yeah we phantom have, government With a phantom police force <laughs> We have a lot of Interesting solutions yeah, To one. all the big problems Of the world <laughs> NDP would yeah. be great also Yeah but Cool uh, cool. That, cool That brings cool. us Right into The second topic Yes Which is uh yeah, also also somewhat related to to uh, organizations trying to do good you know mm. um, but I don't know but in a very strange way the like, very strange way I find well what oh, is this know, topic Okay uh, so
0: the, the topic is that um, SIA and school customers can yeah. will soon be able to opt to pay more to reduce their carbon footprint through sustainable yeah. aviation fuel credits. Yeah. So the sustainable aviation fuel credits, uh, known as SAF credits, I wish they figured out a different <laughs> acronym. Because when I was reading the art- article, I was like, "Oh shit! Is this a partnership between Singapore Airlines and the SAF?" And then yeah. your SAF credits to buy your t-shirts and shoes can also be used to offset carbon. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck! That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That is
0: awesome. But only when I reread it and I realized the SAF means something else, lah.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but basically the Civil Aviation Authority of Singapore, CAS, uh, SIA and Temasek, said that the credits will be available in July uh, and businesses will be able to purchase them directly from SIA to reduce carbon emissions from their own operations. Mm. Yeah, so so right now only travelers can buy these SAF credits but the Mm. goal is to allow businesses also to buy SAF credits.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, but but the
0: the SAF credits are basically related to the carbon footprint generated by uh, flights by the company lah. Like, not just not just anything they do like, right? Mm. Right.
1: Correct. 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 Yep.
0: So so and then like the 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 way I mean this <coughs> is kind of interesting because the credits will be generated from SIA and Scoot flying a type of sustainable fuel that reduces less, uh, that emits less carbon dioxide. Mm. So, if you imagine yeah, SIA and Scoot are going to use this fuel that will cut carbon dioxide emissions and the amount of carbon dioxide that is reduced will then be sold as SAF credits.
1: Mm. Correct. Yeah. So why did you say this is a very interesting way of doing it? Huh? I mean, the whole thing, you know, there's, I mean, the whole thing just sounds like, uh, like, uh, you know, basically customers are, uh, they're asking people to pay to help them reduce the carbon footprint as, a, as an organization, right? Mm. And, 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 you know, like you say, it's so badly named SAF Credits. That I think, you know, for Singaporeans, it's, it's going to be, everyone's going to be very confused and then, yeah. and just think, and then like, later when you hear, I mean, actually even, I mean, the whole concept itself is already quite, not not that easy to explain to people, right? Mm, and mm. they've chosen such a bad name for it already that, you know, when people I SAF credits, again, it sends shivers down people's spines because they're is it's related to the annual, uh, for guys uh, especially, it's related to the annual rush to go and buy boots or buy whatever nonsense that you need for your national service, uh, right? Mm. Um, and now like yeah we're being told oh you can do your part for the world by paying us more to help you do good lah and um, I mean the whole thing just reeks uh, especially when it comes from an institution it just reeks of like uh, sort of passing the buck from institution to the individual consumer you know
0: yeah so so you're saying that it's weird because it should be on the company itself to reduce it lah why why should the customers kind of have to have to pay for the reduction of carbon dioxide emissions?
1: Yeah, yeah, correct. Well, I mean, if you're trying to incentivize people to to be a bit more to care a bit more about like carbon footprint all that, asking them to pay to to do it uh, hardly incentivizes people to do that. Nah.
0: But on the flip side, right? Because I mean, I do agree the way this was communicated is fucking terrible. And um, I do agree that yeah, like it seems like yo the, the company like why why are you passing the buck to the customer? But then for for companies to to almost like help customers reduce carbon emissions, I actually am not averse to the first part being like okay, customers who are willing to to kind of pay a bit more, I'm actually fine with that, no. Because because the thing is for companies to implement huge ass things. Okay, so so my layperson take on like this carbon credit thing and all is like, yeah like for for companies to reduce carbon emissions, they do need to change what they're currently doing. And to change what they're currently doing, it there is gonna be a huge amount of costs involved, or potentially a huge amount of cost. Like. And of course some companies are more profitable than others, but when the customer at the start kind of it's almost like, okay, if you want to offset your carbon, you pay a bit more. I'm fine with that. Um, Can you
1: explain what it means to offset your carbon?
0: So, so, uh, basically, let's say if you're flying uh, a flight and you are, gen that flight is generating like X amount of carbon dioxide emissions. La. What I understand is that if you as a customer are willing to pay a bit more, um, the carbon could be offset by credits that are purchased by the company because there is a global exchange for carbon credits mm, great, um, yep, that yep. itself can be very political la, because certain countries like um like China uh, how many how many carbon credits does it have or how much carbon can it be pr- can it almost like a uh, produce uh, as part of a global agreement la? and then mm. you get a whole bunch of countries saying oh but China needs to have a much lower limit because they they are they can lead the green technology stuff and all that and how they decide which country emit, can emit how much is different but there is a mm. exchange of carbon credits where people can buy carbon credits to offset their own carbon emissions la. Uh,
1: so correct, correct me if I'm wrong yeah. so it's kind of like let's say let's say when S, uh, SIA flies a plane into another country let's say Australia or something yeah. uh the plane coming in and then subsequently pumping fuel and everything there's there's obviously a carbon footprint right you yeah, use yeah. fossil fuels or fuels all that so because of that that they have to pay a certain amount of uh tax on on that on that carbon footprint right mm-hmm. and um with these credits they can be used to pay for that tax that is that is required of them to be paid uh, uh, along international routes.
0: Um, I think I think there's probably a lot more intricacies. I think in some way what you're saying is correct. I believe, but it's just I think the way to imagine it. I think every country, um, uh, can emit X amount of carbon. Mm. Um, I think there's a goal to reduce all that globally by 2030 or 2040. But every country has this allotment of carbon that they can emit. So mm. as a company, you if you are going to exceed that you can buy from exchanges like unused carbon credits from say another country or another industry or something like that. I don't know whether it's on a country mm. level or industry level so that the mm. total amount of carbon of uh, emitted by the world stays consistent.
1: Okay. So, the, yeah. so my follow-up question there is so if you are... If you SQ or Scoot, you know that you're going to exceed that amount of carbon footprint. Yeah. Then, But you don't buy... You don't buy the credits yourself to, to ensure you, you don't ex- exceed it. Yeah. What happens if you just let let it let it go? You get so, punished or something?
0: So that's where, that's where I think there's a whole system of taxes and tax rebates that try to incentivize, reduce carbon emissions. And that is ooh, like fucking complex. Uh, I'm not going to say I totally understand it, but I think that is the struggle about the whole reduction of carbon emissions. La, like, yeah. If you want companies to take the lead, um, yeah, they, they I, I feel every like a lot of the companies can do a lot more, but then mm. there needs to be incentives for them, like if you look at it just from a business perspective. Because if they're gonna have to research new fuel research, it will it will have costs. It will Yeah, but so that's why I
1: think la. like like yeah, as opposed to um as opposed to donating to researching uh low uh, you know low emission fuel for aviation fuel or something like that, you know that one is much more direct in terms of like where my dollar goes like, right, it mm-hmm. goes towards a a solution that ideally like anyone around the world can take up and use and it's better for them, yeah. but this one I feel like it's like you're paying almost to help SQ and Scoot uh you know help them you know uh pay their taxes like basically. Mm. And and I'm just wondering how yeah. that incentivizes them to change their own internal processes.
0: I think it incentivizes them because the additional cost of changing to this new fuel, there's it's offset a bit by customers. Lah. So it's almost the disincentives become less. The cost of Correct, changing yeah. become less. So
1: yeah, so for them there's no there's no there's no penalty right, for to them. You know, so that means the the cost of this R and D and this changing is taken up by consumers,
0: But not not fully, Like I don't think you you have to pay like two thousand dollars per flight to set uh like offset your carbon. And that's where I think, like when I say I was willing to pay, it's only going to be like a, a like I don't know like a, a dollar or something. Um, mm. but then I would also like to know how what is done, So if you ask me, even yeah. though I'm not totally averse to paying for that i would rather contribute to um yeah r&d into sustainable fuels and all but then the trick here is that for the consumer i mean everybody likes to feel good about themselves right i think Mm. there's a huge psychological component there to let people who maybe have the income to or uh, are super passionate about sustainability to feel like they are doing their part and that's Uh, where i think it gets tricky because then it becomes like oh are you just playing on the psychology of it where is yeah. this going and what is the true impact so that that when it becomes like the business is deciding all this and is not truly how you say it, transparent that's where i get some aversion and that's why this execution per se makes me feel a little like hmm this just sounds like it's a product that has been developed for airlines to generate an additional revenue stream.
1: La. Mm, yeah so that's where I get very skeptical but I do think they ask consumers to pay more yeah to help them to help them do good lah. you know yeah. because uh at the end of the day these corporations exist for mainly to 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 keep to watch the bottom line and to to enrich the shareholders, like right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I get very skeptical when they are saying like customers, you can do good and opt to pay more to help us reduce our carbon footprint. Like it's almost like they there's a, there's already a gun at the head and they've done everything they can to reduce their carbon footprint. Now it's only up to your the customers to save us and, and, and bring bring the world forward. Like from and, and from what generally my little understanding of climate change and, and, and the, the the steps that we actually need to take. To, to you know to have a, any sustainable kind of impact on on, on climate change right mm. um I mean is the the changes are largely have to come from institutions uh, mm. country country-wide kind of measures like you know yeah like we, theres no like there's nothing that you do uh, okay I don't want to be so cynical about it but it's almost almost practically a negligible effect that any single individual person does uh, that can actually uh, move the move the needle on climate change right uh. Mm. You know, unless you're Elon Musk or something like, you know, then, then that's a different story. Yeah. But but just for the average person, you know, whether you recycle more or drive your car less or whatever, uh, it doesn't have the same effect as like, you know, a government-led implementation of a new rule or something to, to, to make everyone, including businesses, also more conscious of their carbon footprints, uh.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I I still feel that people can do their part, but right now there's an overemphasis on the impact of people doing their part when companies, there are so many companies that just get away with the biggest bullshit ever. Like. But Great. but going back to this whole thing, like to me the reason why this was announced, uh, the reason why there's this article is, low, it's it, it there's a lot of PR value to be gained from this, like. let's be honest, man. Uh, because you know yeah. when you say you feel opposed to customers having to pay to offset carbon if they were to just increase the price in the back end, who the fuck mm. will know whether mm. this is because of their sustainability efforts or not. I think this is just a way for them to kind of get some PR out of it lah. Like, because then they're being seen as an airline that is taking actionable steps forward. Because yeah. this yeah. whole thing could have been done without any, uh, any, announcement. any announcements. If it's just in the back end where the customer yeah. ends up paying what they would to offset the carbon, but it's just they're not given a choice la.
1: Yeah, so I think uh, just looking at the article, taking on its face value, they say currently um, the only thing that travelers can do currently, like currently, mm. before before the implementation of these SAF credits, is that they can calculate your carbon footprint of your trip and pay a cost to offset this. And this cost this contribution from the from the customer will go towards verified carbon offset projects across Asia, such as rainforest preservation in Indonesia. Or building solar energy projects in India, mm. so that one I, I see, I see is much, uh, is much cleaner la. Pardon the pun. It's a much cleaner way of understanding where, how things are happening la. Uh, mm. And then the next paragraph they say, uh, with this new scheme, by purchasing the SAF credits, customers could help to stimulate demand, and boost the adoption of sustainable aviation fuels, supporting the development of the nascent industry. <laughs> So, so that's where I'm like, wait, wait. wait. Then that, that means wait, what what demand are we stimulating? Whoa. And what whose adoption of sustainable aviation fuels are we boosting? And then yeah, like, who who which development of what in this industry are we supporting? La? That's yeah. where I was like a lot of question marks for me, yeah.
0: yeah. that makes the customer sound fucking powerful, man. Right. Yeah. You can stimulate demand no. And I mean okay, yeah. there is a certain truth to that, lah, right? But then it that so those those kind of paragraphs I feel like, okay, that's just PR lah. La. Yeah, it's just yeah. PR to the
1: max. Yeah, so it's a, it's almost like yeah, maybe SCF credits I mean then there's not saying that they're getting rid of the carbon offset the carbon offsets are you know the one that we spoke about where you they contribute to carbon offset projects. Mm-hmm. But now you can do a mix of SCF credits and carbon offsets uh. So this yeah. almost feels to me like a new like a cryptocurrency or something like that that they're introducing for for carbon neutrality la. It'll yeah, I mean, it's, is, it's a whole is, industry. The, the
0: whole carbon yeah. exchange industry, it is developing probably faster than ever before. Like, and they do say that SIA partners with Climate Impact X, um, yeah. which if you go to their website, it is a company that is just focused on, how you say, uh, adding a, a business or financial element to carbon offsetting like, for a company, mm-hmm. which I still feel is a step in the right direction because if, you are, if you're depending on companies to just altruistically become more sustainable I'm like fuck that lah companies unfortunately just run on not say unfortunately companies run on the business needs like, but if you can tie it to some sort of incentives financially right I do think that's a step yeah. in the right direction la. so
1: maybe both our issues are just with the way this article was written la. correct 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 yeah and then you know in just general general I think they're, yeah, they're still not explaining very much to they're still not explaining well how a customer is actually helping the world by buying these uh, SAF credits wow terrible yeah, just, name man. that's why you, every time you see <laughs> it also I'm like fuck man every time SCF you see it I feel like I'm, like I'm wearing my I'm wearing my like my, my green army shirt and the shorts and walking towards the the e-mart store yeah, yeah
0: that's why that's why, yeah, that's why you go to the e-mart store you buy your singlet you buy the your boots, boots yeah. and you
1: buy some carbon credits oh fucking powers yeah That'd be crazy man. Yeah, yeah um but yeah this it's carbon cre- carbon credits uh.
0: carbon credits
1: man uh, but yeah I we I, w- I would love to hear if anybody uh, is in, from that particular side of the industry mm, knows mm, a little mm. bit of how it works and how it might be a better scheme than than say the carbon offsets because uh. because i think anything we learned today is that you you really can do something by buying carbon offsets yeah so what is this uh SCF credits on top of that la? Correct. Other than the unfortunate name given to it, lah. S C F Credits. Come on, man. Walla. Yeah. But it's like you pay all these people to to wear nice office clothes and you know from from they go Raffles City, they go and buy office clothes and then they take a grab car to work every day and they sit there and the best name they can come up with (laughs) all these things S C F credits. Oh my god. SCF of. credits. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, love C- Like, you, like you, you, you just asked me already. I have one great name for it already. What? Like, rather SCF credit. It's called Sus AF credit.
0: Sus AF.
1: <laughs> sus <laughs> AF. <Yeah. laughs> um, sus, you know, you know AF. Yeah, how, yeah. so it's like,
0: sus AF. It sounds I mean, that's cool. A, that's you, a man, cool like, thing. La, but yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know whether that's something that you want to n- name a product where you need, sus to AF. depend on trust <laughs> from a customer, like. Yeah,
1: in fact, that describes how I'm feeling right now. Sus AF about sus this sus AF. thing. Sus AF.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, if you're listening, wondering what the hell is sus? It is slang for sus, suspect, suspicious, suspicious. Suspicious, yes. Sus And A-F. A-F, AF stands credits. for, uh, as fuck, man. Sus yeah. AF is sus, sus as
1: fuck. That's the kind of thing that you would say like when you meet someone who's very shady or you know feels ah, like sus, man, sus. he's a cheater you would say like oh well, this guy is sus, oh, I, sus.
0: I mean yeah, who knows maybe the new lingo maybe that's even that lingo is 2020-2021 correct, correct. Right, maybe yeah, there's a new news replacement for sus
1: my two uncles trying to trying to remain relevant yeah exactly the, with a declining podcast
0: yeah that's right yeah.
1: but anyway <laughs> yes, that brings us to the point that I always enjoy which is what are your favourite comments Yes, uh, this last couple of days.
0: So my favorite comments is is I think it, I just want to give props to a commenter who has been with us for a long time and it's not a specific comment. it's just that um, longtime commenter Jungle Jimbo 88. Uh, I think we yeah we haven't given him a shout out for a while but I, I just so love the fact that every episode he will supplement it with his own, ...links relating mm. to something we say and... ...yeah, like, just want to say... ...Jungle Jimbo, uh, you,
1: you rock, man. You yeah, he's rock, like man. the... ...he's a bit like the, the librarian or the historian. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. He, oh, oh, Vialabat, uh.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's like our hype man. Like, every time after the podcast, you will be like, okay... Uh, ...this link could help supplement what they said here and... ...yeah, shout out to Jungle Jimbo, man. Like,
1: yeah, literally, yeah, yeah.
0: almost every podcast. Yeah.
1: Great, yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I mean... Um, for me, also related to that, I think someone posted about uh, what are the good past episodes of ours to listen to mm. And of course, there's this Mama Jumba as a new listener, and then uh, quite a number of people jump forward with their with their with their um you know the indications of what their favorite episodes are. Mm. Uh, so I I also jump forward and put mine out there that I thought the the young Raja interview was one of the more interesting ones that we've done. Mm. Um, how about you, man? What do you think? What 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 do you what do you enjoy?
0: Um, I remember One episode That I r- Just remember Having a lot of fun And laughing a lot Was the one we did With Rishi la. I think mm. we were talking About the, the Mother who complained About SAF Kind of uh, Delaying the book out For her son And all that Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. just laughing A lot uh, about that
1: Yeah, yeah. It's one of our Top few episodes Yeah Early yeah. for sure la. Yeah Yeah man But cool Cool And uh, the one last but not least thing.
0: Yes yeah. Yeah, Would, would you like think. to go would you like the goal.
1: Um I mean, the the last time I, I spoke about, uh, uh, I think it was Top Gun, right? I mentioned Top mm. Gun being my one-shot thing. Actually, the other thing that I've also been watching a lot of uh, is getting into courtroom dramas. So mm. the Lincoln Lawyer is actually something that uh, I've binged in the past week or so. Mm. And uh, if you're thinking that that's, uh, sounds familiar, it is because it was actually a, a movie I think from about ten years ago, mm. starring Matthew McConaughey, uh, and it, and it's about a lawyer who you know mostly, uh, works on the road and defends uh, you know defends, defends what he thinks is right la. yeah, so now this one is um it's a TV ad- adaptation of it and it's a pretty interesting courtroom drama la. yeah, by mm. David Kelly and it also has uh Nev Campbell starring in it. Uh, Nev Campbell, the, from from remember from the days of Scream, yeah, yeah um, Party of Five, Wild Things, all that. Yeah, she's playing a uh, mother, obviously in 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 this series now, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's a, it's a just a very well written TV series. Uh. no no big visual tricks or anything like that or crazy set pieces, but just a good courtroom drama.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and you check it, it out. Uh. You finished it. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people have been watching it in Singapore because it's on the trending list as well. Mm. So I was just kind of curious. But yeah, after like one, two episodes, you're like, oh, it's pretty good. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. And what it's, is your one shook thing?
0: Uh, my one-stroke thing is a very controversial trailer of this upcoming documentary that I saw. I mm. I think the documentary is coming out. And, oh, maybe it's out already. Yeah. Um, mm. The documentary is called What is a Woman? Mm. Um, and it is done by this person called Matt Walsh, who's a, who's a right-wing commentator from the US. Um, but, mm. but the trailer, the documentary is just about him trying to, asking people that same question, like what is a woman? Because it deals with the uh, issues of um, tran- trans, people, uh, trans folk and uh, gender, uh, biological gender versus the concept of gender and it is like yeah. it's it's you watch it you're like oh shit um this is super controversial which makes me want to watch it like because i'm curious how he's going to go about having this discussion because he, he's obviously more right-wing, right wing mm. right um and i mean even if you look at the coverage i think he's getting a lot of coverage in certain areas whereas on certain areas certain publications or certain media outlets that are more left leaning they're totally ignoring it like. Um, mm. I know it's being pushed by the Daily Wire, which is uh, the publication that where with, with Ben Shapiro. So yeah. it's controversial just hearing the people behind it, but yeah, I, I'm I'm cu- curious to see how this documentary is. Uh. Cause if you if you look at the trailer already, there are some moments you're like, oh shit, that's a that's an interesting conversation because mm. he really questions what gender is, what being a woman is, and wow, some of the conversations look them uncomfortable. Yeah
1: yeah i'm sure man yeah yeah i've yeah. heard about it and, and there's a lot of uh i think people are yeah there's gonna be a, a lot of people who are explosive f- yeah. yeah with it as well yeah so it should be interesting so it how do you come be. across this um i came across it because
0: i subscribed to this one Substack journalist called matt taibi mm. um who i think mm. i've mentioned before on the podcast and um, he just wrote an article talking about this um, documentary. And I was like, oh shit, sounds like an interesting documentary. And then I clicked on it. Mm. But now so probably your, YouTube is...
1: It's part of your weekly right-wing diet. Uh.
0: Actually, Matt Taibbi is not right-wing. He He's oh, quite centrist. Uh, oh, okay. And that's why I like reading about him. Because he'll shit on the left, he'll shit on the right. Um, and I, he's quite a good source of news. So, But now having clicked on this trailer a couple of times, I'm just going to be shown a bunch of... Right-wing stuff in my YouTube recommendations. Yeah. You've ruined it. Already. You've
1: ruined your... Yeah, I've ruined the algorithm.
0: YouTube, Your YouTube Yeah, YouTube and... algorithm. Fucked already. Fucked. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. That was the, the end of the week podcast. All right, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Right. Peace.